everybody. Welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. Week 15 of the high school football season. And I'm going to start off this episode with a little bit of breaking news. We have uh, Wyoming senior running back C.J. Hester and Moeller junior running back Jordan Marshall, both named Ohio Mr. Football finalists this afternoon. And uh, they are two of seven finalists up for that uh, prestigious annual award given to uh, Ohio's top high school football player for that particular season. And uh, the winner will be announced on December 1st prior to the first state championship game there at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium there in Canton. Uh, remember, that's the Division II state championship game will happen on that Thursday night. So obviously uh, a lot of anticipation as uh, both of these players have uh, resumes that speak for themselves. And uh, we'll be hearing a lot more about uh, C.J. Hester and Jordan Marshall. Uh, obviously this weekend is the state semifinals. Both teams, Moeller are going to play Springfield in Division One state semifinal Friday night at Piqua. And Wyoming is playing uh, Steubenville in Division Four state semifinal there up in Columbus on Saturday night. Saturday night, And we're going to hear from both of those coaches, Moeller and Wyoming, in a little bit in this episode. You're going to also hear from Kings coach Alex Garvin talking about the uh, Knights' first regional title in program history as they get ready to take on Toledo Central Catholic Friday night at Wapakoneta. A full slate of games here, week 15. We have Indiana State Championship games at Lucas Oil Stadium there in Indianapolis as uh, Class 4A State Final East Central. They have a 12-2 and record. They're going to take on 13-1 and New Prairie at 3 p.m. on Friday. And then on Saturday in Class 3A, Lawrenceburg, 13-1 and this season. They're going to take on Bishop Chatard, and that's at 3 p.m. on Saturday. So uh, good luck to both of those uh, teams, East Central and Lawrenceburg, obviously trying to bring home the hardware there to southeastern Indiana. Kentucky State semifinals are Friday night, Class 1A, Newcath at Pikeville, and Class 2A, Lloyd is going to take on Beachwood, obviously Beachwood uh, defending state champions as well. So uh, uh, that's in addition to our, our three Ohio State semifinals, so we're going to get into that here a little bit more in this episode. Before I go any further, if uh, you're feeding a crowd is in your future, try Chick-fil-A catering. From breakfast sandwiches to entrees, party trays to packaged meals, our catering menu has something for every occasion this season. Be sure to try our peppermint chip milkshake, too. Now, with three greater Cincinnati teams remaining in the state semifinals, we're going to look ahead to the weekend. But uh, our WCPO 9 game of the week uh, last uh, week was uh, Lakota West against Moeller in a Division I Region 4 final. Uh, Moeller defeated the Firebirds 38-20 there at Princeton. And uh, Moeller had 343 yards rushing in that game. Uh, had a chance to catch up with Moeller coach Mark Elder, not only to kind of recap that regional final, but also to look ahead to the state semifinal against Springfield this Friday. Well, coach, obviously um, in a familiar territory here for the second straight season in the state final four and playing a familiar opponent in Springfield uh, Friday night there at Pick was Alexander Stadium. And uh, I guess um, before we kind of talk about Springfield, um, obviously very impressive uh, rushing attack uh, in the regional final, 343 yards on the ground. And um, I guess, what can you say about your offensive line and how they've played all season? Uh, Obviously you have some, some really good names there in the backfield, but uh, your offensive line has certainly been a a strong force throughout the year. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a a unsung group. I mean, that's, that's really a key component for us. Obviously they've, they've a veteran group and we've got five seniors uh, that, 
all had started at least a game uh, coming into this season on varsity action and, and some guys that had quite a few under their belts, but really experienced group, uh, a group that's that gels really well together. I mean, they get along uh, quite well, and, and I think they've done a fantastic job all year long of uh, not only opening holes in the run game, but protecting our quarterback, giving them time, and, and uh, you know, th- they – really came through huge for us in the game against West. I mean, you saw uh, how well they performed. I mean, we, we were opening up lanes and, and knocking people off the ball. And, and um, you know, really we've done that um, quite a bit this year. And, and, you know, I think that there was certainly an exclamation mark on it from this past game. You kind of said it with a smile about how they're good to coach. I mean, he talked about maybe just that, that chemistry and, and knowing that, you know, they're getting the job done and, and, and certainly for one of the, top running backs in the state of Ohio, nonetheless, too. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're a group that gets along really, really well. I mean, they um, again, they're all seniors. They've been playing together now for four years and and they're all buddies and they, they've got um, unique personalities. I, I, I wouldn't say that this is the, um, a, a normal personality group of an offensive line that I've been around. I mean, um, they, they, they each have their own kind of way about themselves and, and uh, they're, they're fun to be around. They really are. And, and uh, maddening at the same time, but, uh, but they're, they're a ton of fun and, and um, how they play together. They, they really care about each other. And, and um, it's, it's a strong unit there. I think that that's uh, what makes it special. And um, they, they certainly performing at a really high level. You mentioned your freshman quarterback, Matt Ponatowski, in the post game, and you kind of, you know, referred to him having a few injuries and, and just, you know, having the obviously a great opportunity to, to step up. But it's one thing to say a freshman is talented, but it's another thing to say, uh, you know, you're starting a regional final game. Um, you know, what is it about his character that has really impressed you and the coaching staff and to be ready for this moment? I mean, obviously to step in at a huge stage. Yeah, and and at quarterback, mind you, you know, I mean, we're not talking, um, you know, there's some other positions that that it, you could be like, hey, he's corner, you know, go go cover the number one, and and like, oh yeah, you know, you're really talented, you can go do that, or or uh, some other positions. It's it's quarterback where you really have to have a, a grasp of of exactly what's going on. I mean, um, I don't think that people realize how much goes into playing that, that position and, and um, not just, you know, Oh, that guy's wide open, throw it to him. I mean, there's, I mean, even just to operate the run game, I mean, for a quarterback as a freshman to be able to do that and not goof things up and so forth, that's, that's hard, let alone um, what, what's involved in the pass game and, and what we do as far as checks and, and things along those lines uh, for him to be able to do that. And, and on such a big stage, I think is, is spectacular. I mean, first start to be in the regional finals against uh, a undefeated Lakota West team that that's unbelievably talented, well-coached and, and a, a great team um, for, you know, now obviously we weren't out there throwing it 40 times a game or anything like that, but for him to operate the game um, in the, the, the snaps that we threw it, he was really, really good. I mean, we, we certainly trust him to, to go out and throw it a bunch if that's what's needed to be done, but um, the, that wasn't the plan. And, and that, that plan had nothing to do with him or his age. It's just, that's, you know, that, that was the plan. So uh, for him to go out and do those things, I, you know, it says a lot about him as far as how, how smart he is, how sharp he is, how composed he is, because um, you really need all those things to be able to do that. And, and as a freshman in high school on such a big stage. When did you first see that in him that really kind of 
grew that confidence uh, from the coaching staff's perspective? I mean, what, was it something like even before the season or was it something like midway through? I mean, what, what gave you that confidence to give him this opportunity? I, I don't think there was any one moment, but um, but I guess I would say this from the, the time that we first had him doing things with us, you know, in the summer. I mean, there was um, we had a handful of freshmen that came up and practiced with us and, um, you know, they're in in those meetings during the days that we were allowed to have meetings and, and on the days that we were allowed to use a football and throw it. Um, you know, he just was picking up the offense and, and seemed to grasp what we're doing. Uh, then we go out there and some seven on sevens and um, it, it didn't, the stage never seemed very big for him. Just, you know, whatever situation he was put in, it was like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to go do what I do. And, um, and, and so that was a positive thing. And then during the season at times he was up with us and, and in meetings and, and really grasped all of those things that we're doing. And, and that's always the big, one of the big, moments there of, of going from one level to the next is just how much you're asking of someone to do from a, a schematic standpoint, and especially at certain positions and quarterback, you know, the most of all of them. Um, can you grasp what's needed to be done and still go out and execute and play fast and not, you know, not have that hamster wheel turning while you're trying to think, can you, can you just go execute and, and play it like, you know, it, um, I always think that that's a big step. That's, you know, whenever you get to varsity, just how much we're going to do on a schematic basis. Um, then for guys going from a high school to a college, that's, that's usually a big step of can, um, you might be talented enough, but um, can you handle setbacks? Can you handle getting your tail kicked? And, and can you learn and grasp things to be able to play fast? And I, I you know, I haven't coached in the professional levels, but I assume the same thing is oftentimes what, what uh, can separate guys from playing well early is, is that, that schematic jump. And, and so um, that didn't seem to be something that was hampering him. He's really smart. Do you forget he's a freshman? Um, no, but I, I don't, I don't get caught up in that stuff. I mean, uh, I know some people get really, really caught up in that. It's, it's to me, um, age and class isn't, isn't what matters. I mean, you have, uh, you can have a senior that the moment's too big for that. That's 19 and the moment's too big for him, or you can have a 14 year old freshman that it isn't. I mean, it's just, uh, every kid's made up different and, and every kid's on a different, uh, stage in, in what they can handle from, uh, you know, the mental standpoint to the moment standpoint. And, um, you know, so I don't, I try not to look at what, what someone's grade is so much. It's just more so how, how are they handling the situations that we're putting them in? Is Jordan clear to go for Friday? I, you know, I mean, it's Monday morning. I, I don't know that, uh, you know, I think he's going to be fine. Um, you know, but again, that that's going to be up to the medical people. I, I assume that he will be, but um, you know, we're we're never ever going to put somebody in harm's way. Um, we're, we're always going to take a very very conservative approach to this. Um, we all really want to win this game, but. It's just a high school football game. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the, this is, there's nothing that's ever worth. Uh, it's just a high school football game. So I uh, would love to win it, you know, all that stuff, but it, it's not going to be make or break if we do or don't in, in anybody's life. Um, if he's good to go, play. If he's not, he's not. But I, I'd assume he would be. Uh, Springfield, obviously uh, a different quarterback this year after having a very familiar um, 
uh, name there um, and Tayshawn Smoot there the past couple of years. But uh, you faced this team in the state semis last year. Uh, obviously, a one-point difference in the game. But uh, what impresses you on film with Springfield? Yeah, well, there's tons of film of the quarterback from previous experience. He has other places to be able to check out. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're really, really good as far as, um, you know, just complete – you know, really in all three phases, you look at them and, uh, you know, defensively, they're, they're super talented um, in, you know, the back end and, and, and up front. I mean, they, they've got some some new but yet familiar faces on defense as well that you can see uh, that, are, that are really good players. Um, and then their back end, a bunch of those guys are back and, and really talented and, and the linebackers super active and, and a really, really good player. Uh, you know, so I think that they're and they were really good last year. They're really good again this year defensively. Uh, offensively, they, they've they've got a, a really strong core receivers. I mean, the, the number seven kids electric, uh, number two, number twelve. And they got six. They got a bunch of guys at the receiver position. I think their back is a, a real talent. Um, he's he's uh, dangerous in space and and all of those things. The quarterback is. Uh, you know, he's got like 10,000 yards in his career and, and throwing for a million yards here. Um, you know, so I, I think that they're really dangerous offensively. Obviously, they put up a, a ton of points and, and video game numbers. And then you look at them on special teams. I mean, they, they're uh, they got number seven back there, returning punch, returning kicks. And he's really good at that as well. And uh, they're fast in their coverage units. They've, um, you know, gotten a, a couple block punts. I mean, so they're, they're just really good in all three phases. I mean, unbelievably talented. I mean, this is, um, you know, from a skill standpoint, I, I think this might be the most talented team. I, I would, I would say um, probably, maybe more, more talented than good council was. So they're, they're really, really talented and, and we've got a lot of great players in the program. I asked you this, I think almost every time we talk, but I mean, what, what do you tell the guys? Uh, obviously you've played so many talented teams all throughout the season. Um, is it just, is it just a matter of staying in course as cliche as that may sound, but what, what are you telling the guys this week? Just an overall theme, I guess. Uh, just the next game, you know, we have a, uh, we're going to watch film. We're going to put together a plan to attack what it is that they do. Um, and again, it's, it always comes down to us and our execution of the plan. I mean, that's, that's all it is, is um, I mean, we, we don't, we don't draw plays that, that uh, aren't successful on the board. You know, we got to go execute and, and, and do them right. And um, so that, that's what it comes down to is, is us going out there and, and executing our, our plan and, and grasping our plan and, and doing all the things that we should do and, and um, play your tail off and really good team. And so are we, and can't wait till Friday night. I mean, nothing, nothing special. It's the same thing every week. Right. And I'm going to ask uh, each one of the three coaches that are left here in Ohio with, with the state semis, but uh, obviously you're practicing on Thanksgiving uh, morning. And um, I guess, what are you thankful for? Um, this time of year and, and maybe just throughout the calendar year for that matter. Yeah. Um, really thankful for family. You know, uh, my parents are, are coming to town. My, my sister's coming to town with, with all of uh, my nieces. Um, you know, we don't get together a whole bunch. My family, my parents live down in Florida. My, my sister's out in Nebraska. So, um, thankful that they're going to be coming to town and, and beautiful wife, Lindsay is unbelievable. We got four, Kids, uh, you know, it's just going to be a lot of fun to have have everybody together um, for Thanksgiving and, and really appreciate to have that opportunity.
Muller coach Mark Elder, all the best to the Crusaders this week. Always appreciate your time. Thanks. Well, Moeller faces Springfield for a second straight season in the state semifinals. Remember, Springfield won 22-21 to over the Crusaders there at Sydney Memorial Stadium uh, in 2021. I talked to junior running back uh, Jordan Marshall earlier this season. He says he, he still remembers that disappointment, the hurt on his teammates' faces, knowing that Moeller came up just short in the state final four a year ago. He vowed to hold himself to a higher standard, and uh, he has done certainly just that. Is, uh, obviously, his resume has uh, proved to be a Mr. Football finalist here. Uh, as we get ready for another state final four uh, for the Crusaders this weekend. They're looking for their 10th state championship, by the way. So have to get past uh, Springfield, but uh, Lakewood St. Ed's or Gehenna Lincoln uh, is looming possibly in the future there in Canton. Now switching gears to Division Two, Kings is one of the best stories of this entire high school football season. The Knights are in the state final four for the first time. Remember, they were 0-5 in regional final games uh, leading up to uh, that 46-42 win over Anderson at Mason last week. So uh, Kings coach Alex Garvin told me about how the whole coaching staff really went out and celebrated with the players and the community. Uh, it was just a fantastic night. I, I had a chance to visit the Knights practice week this week and uh, talk to Coach Garvin and also uh, featured their senior linebacker, Nick Hoying, who has a 4.6 weighted grade point average. Very significant, I think, for this program. Um, we've had a lot of really good football teams here, a lot of really good years that came up just short, um, uh, lost to eventual state champions by sometimes as many as little as three to five points. So um, we kind of always felt like Kings was a was a really special program and uh, just had never gotten over that hump. So, uh, you know, lots and lots and lots of alumni and, and coaches who have built a foundation here uh, to be a special program. And I think on Friday night, we got an opportunity to, to kind of culminate that for a lot of those alumni and then uh, really put a stamp on this season for this group of players uh, that have done it the right way. How many text messages or DMs did you get? Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't keep up with them. Couldn't keep up with them. Um, how neat was it just to celebrate with the you know, coaching staff, the players? I mean, it had been quite the celebration. This group is really special. And I think uh, you say that obviously when you get to play 15 games, but um, this group of seniors and, and junior and really the whole team, we're just, we're really, really fortunate to have a, a great group of kids. And so um, our coaches, we went out Friday night and uh, I think you're just smiling ear to ear. You know, Anderson did a great job. They played a great game. It took everything we had to get out of that game winners. But uh, when you sit down at the end of the night and really reflect a little bit on what that means and you think about the kids and, and the, the off season and the, uh, you know, just 15 games, 15 weeks we've been at this with this group. And uh, they've just been so special and, and fun to be around. So start another week, state yep. final four. What's your message to the team this week as you guys get going? You know, I, um, we're a good team. I think uh, we have to believe that. Uh, we're in the state semifinals for a reason, and um, we've played a lot of good football teams this year. And so, uh, you know, starting Monday morning, uh, same way we've started every one for the last 15 weeks, and we got to stack one good day on top of another and uh, one good period on top of another through the days and uh, get to Friday night and execute. You know, I think uh, they're a really good football team. They're in the state final four for a reason, too. But uh, I think, you know, we got to, if we can come and, and play our game the way I think we're capable of playing and execute, uh, you know, we, we belong there. And so that should be fun to, to see how we do. What do you know about the Toledo Central Catholic on film when it presses you? 
Well, they're a really athletic team. Uh, they, they, they got really good size, um, and their, their running game is really, really dynamite. So um, some really big guys on defense that play really sound defense. You know, we were talking today how, how well coached we can tell their defense is. They, they always seem to be in the right places and uh, kind of mix up coverages and mix up where blitzing uh, pressure is coming from. And, Offensively, they have a they have an offensive player of the year in their league at running back, and uh, he's got 31 touchdowns on the year. They're going to try to give it to him, and uh, a lot like you know Cornus and some of the other guys we've played this year, Braden Kay. You know they're they're going to feed their guy, and uh, we have to make sure we execute on tackles and and execute on making them do the things that they're not comfortable doing. Um, and you know I think if we do that, we're going to put ourselves in position to win. Do you know if Kings has ever played Toledo Central Catholic? Not a, to my knowledge. I know they've been Division Three for a while until just a couple years ago, but they won the Division Two state title, I think, in like 2009 or 12 or something like that. So they've been, I think, back and forth from two and three. But um, I've been around for a while, and I don't think we've ever played them. I bought up at Wapakoneta. Never made a trip Never made a trip there. No, we've played a lot of those schools along the way, but we've never actually played Wapakoneta or played there. So a lot of new things here for our program. I know you can talk about some of your players, and we've discussed that over the past several weeks, but uh, defensively, uh, Nick Hoyne really standing out for you. Uh, how special has he been for you this year? Well, Nick has been, you know, I, I talk a lot about the, the energy of our defense. Uh, we rely on uh, our speed. We rely on aggressiveness. Um, we play a little bit more man coverage than I think even we're comfortable doing. That's, that's primarily because we've got to load the box with our um, our players. So uh, we got a, a, a littler D-line, I think, than a lot of teams we've played. And we have a littler linebacking core than the teams we've played. But um, we play with a lot of energy and a lot of uh, feistiness. And I think that's led by Nick. Um, he's the smartest kid on the field. Uh, he's got the most energy on the field. He, he's calling out plays for everybody. He's telling you know our guys what to do. Sometimes he's, he's telling their team what they're about to do before they do it. So um, I think when, when we, we play with that kind of confidence and that kind of energy, it seems like we're always in the right place and if Nick is the one there I feel like the tackle is pretty much secured and um, we can trust him in man coverage we can trust him blitzing off the edges we can trust him just sitting in the middle and reading plays and I think when you got a guy like that uh, on defense you've got a team that can do something special and I think we've shown that this year. I know you obviously come from an offensive background but what's it like to coach a cerebral player like that uh, on defense. Well, it's great because as an offensive guy coming over to the defensive side, I think I really see what offenses are trying to do to us. So I think I know um, a little bit more so what gives offenses fits. Uh, and before you even talk to Nick about that, he's already telling you, uh, here are some things I think that would work or that we could try against these guys. And, and so when you got a guy like that and you know he's, go, he's going to Bucknell and he's going to have a great college career because he's so bright and, and such a good football player, but he's a leader and a hard worker and uh, I think our, our team feeds off of his energy. And I think when you, when you get the opportunity to do that with a kid who's, who's picking up the game at, at his level, at his speed, um, I think we do things that are pretty special. Very cool. I guess just finally, I'm asking each one of the three coaches here in Ohio that are in the state semis this week, but Coach, what are you thankful for not only this week, but maybe just throughout the calendar year? Um, I'm really thankful for this community and, and Kings football. Um, you know, we had a professional development today with our uh, – our staff and just a lot of really good excitement, uh, a lot of really positive energy right now. I mean, they're doing some fun things in the community this week to celebrate these guys. And 
uh, you know, they've put in so much work for the last 12 months, really. And so to be sitting here on Thanksgiving week, uh, one of the four teams in the, in the state of Ohio getting to practice today in Division II is, is just a blessing. And, and we don't want to take it for granted. And uh, to be here with these guys and, and be able to do this and uh, have the support of our community behind us is um, everything you could ask for as a football coach. I know you're a 2003 grad. Mm -hmm. How much did you look forward to having that opportunity to practice on Thanksgiving and now knowing that you have that, what's that like? You know, it's one of those things, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an underground privilege in the fraternity of coaching. You know, a lot of coaches talk about the fun of being able to practice on Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, maybe people out there that are thinking holiday traditions might not think of that, but um, to be able to wake up on Thursday morning this week and come down here with these guys and these coaches and, and do this thing one more week at least, uh, you know, it's just, it, that is what uh, we've, been, we've been longing for as a, as a program, to be able to get out of the region uh, and go see what we can do and, and put our, put our uh, stamp on the state of Ohio. Well, Kings is going to hold a community send-off for the Knights football team this Friday afternoon as uh, they get ready to play a Toledo Central Catholic team that is in the state Final Four for the seventh time in 11 seasons. So certainly a lot of experience there for the Irish. But uh, uh, talking to Coach Garvin, he sounds confident. Uh, have to be able to contain that uh, Toledo Central Catholic run game. That is certainly going to be key on Friday night. But before I go any further in this episode, uh, if feeding your crowd is in your future, try Chick-fil-A Catering. From breakfast sandwiches to entrees, party trays to packaged meals, our catering menu has something for every occasion this season. Be sure to try our peppermint chip milkshake, too. Now, switching gears to Division 4, Wyoming is just one of seven undefeated teams remaining in the entire state of Ohio that goes across seven divisions. The 14-0 Cowboys play 12-2 Steubenville in a state semifinal at Historic Crew Stadium there in Columbus on Saturday night. Um, I had a chance to catch up with Coach Aaron Hancock, and before he discussed Saturday's game, I asked Coach about the significance of Wyoming winning its fourth regional title in five years. Our kids did a great job of just battling through uh, against a great football team and Taft and um, – you know, we battled with the weather, um, and it was uh, it was a brutal conditions. I, I also should say, um, but our guys did a great job and uh, just kept moving forward. Awfully proud of them. Um, we came came together um, and just finished the job. Um, you know, and you know, being regional champs is is. Uh, our goal each and every year, we feel like if you can win the region, you have a really good opportunity to go and play, um, have an opportunity to compete for a state championship, right? So um, we're awfully proud of these guys and, and we're excited about the opportunity to go play in the state semifinals and, and just uh, go out there and, and um, compete every play. And, and good things happen when, when a group of guys uh, – good group of uh, focused guys can get together and, and move forward. And, and um, you know, that's what this team is about. It's just a great group of kids that work extremely hard and they're focused on uh, going as far as they can go and, and competing as best as they can. And uh, that's, that's all we can control. I know this team is much more than any personal milestones or statistics. Uh, obviously CJ Hester, his, his career speaks for itself, but uh what about just the, the 10 shutouts tying a state record there? And, and just, um, I, I realize, you know, it, it, your goal is the state championship, but uh, certainly has to be a, a very uh, significant stat when you kind of look at that uh, this season. 
It is. I mean, we have such an incredible tradition here at Wyoming, and I think Wyoming is on that list twice out of those seven schools now, I believe, that are on there. I think Marion Stein Local did the um, – Marion Local, I'm sorry, Marion Local did the uh, – on Saturday night uh, had the same thing. They had a shutout, their 10th shutout, and I think it's at seven game, seven teams now in Ohio history – and Wyoming's on there twice. So that's pretty impressive. Um, but uh, our group of guys, just they just come together each and every week. And, and um, you know, they execute the game plan and they just work. And, um, you know, so we're excited about, uh, you know, moving forward and playing another week. And, and that's all we can control is, is uh, our preparation each and every week. And, and those guys have done it for 14 weeks. And, um, you know, we're going to hit the reset button and and uh, focus all on Steubenville. And this obviously may be the first time that these two teams have played each other. Um, obviously, Steubenville has a storied um, program history of itself. Uh, what, what do you know about this year's team? Yeah, they're extremely talented. Um, they play um, – they play very fast paced on offense. They do a lot of stuff. Their quarterback is is very athletic. Uh, they have a lot of very talented, skilled athletes, and, and their line is aggressive. Um, and uh, they're just overall a very, very good football team. Um, so, you know, our preparation is all about, you know, doing the things that we need to do for our team to be successful and compete when we get out there and, and um, you know, just keep battling. Um, what can you say about the the school community support? I mean, I, I know it's obviously if you're undefeated right now. It's probably easy to uh, for a lot of people, even those outside the Wyoming community, to um, you know be rooting for the Cowboys right now. But just what's that been like, just to see the the fans at all the games? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, our, our community has always done a really good job of valuing football and uh, the virtues that it teaches uh, each and every uh, young man that comes through our program. We we um, you know we hope that they're a better person for being a part of our program, and uh, our community values that. They put a lot of uh, uh, you know they have a lot of excitement about our our team and and each and every year. Um, but uh, you know this year, um, you know coming out making that trip up to Lakota West, uh, you know on a uh, on a Saturday night, and our our seniors were gone on their senior trip, so. So our senior section or our, our uh, student section was a little uh, thin, but the parents and uh, the fan support was tremendous and uh, really helped us battle, um, you know, through those conditions to have, um, you know, the loud cheering behind us and, and the support. Yes. Uh, CJ Hester, as I mentioned earlier, I mean, obviously uh, just continues to climb in the, in the record books on the state list mm -hmm. in numerous categories, number 14, all time in career rushing yards, um, but uh, I want to ask you about him just obviously uh, breaking two of Richard Hall's uh, records there, uh, single season records, and um, just how significant that is to, to CJ's career. Absolutely. I mean, CJ's just a worker. Um, you know, he he does whatever he needs to do to, for his team to be successful. He's – he um, – each and every week, he he know everyone knows who's going to get the ball, and he's still able to make plays. And I think that's something special when you can go and uh, continue to make plays. And and um, each and every week, when when teams are focusing on you, um, but uh, you know he he's had a a, a tremendous career uh, here at Wyoming, and uh, I think there's nothing more 
then he wants uh, to have a state title um, as his final accolade. So uh, I, I definitely he is all about the team. He's all about, you know, pushing everybody to be the best they can be out on the practice field, in the weight room, in the classroom. And and that's kind of, you know, that's what we preach in our program. So he's a, he's a great example of a student athlete um, and a great example for our program. Another story of um, another great example within your program that is a story of perseverance. Chaz Early, uh, mm-hmm. senior, made an um, excellent interception to seal the game for you in the regional final. Can you talk about his perseverance and character through the program? Absolutely. I mean, Chaz Early has has overcome so much adversity in his career, and he's came through and and never batted an eye. Just continued to move forward and and. Um, you know, just he continues to be a very impactful player for us and, and an inspiration to his team and his, to his teammates. And, um, you know, Chaz is, is a fantastic young man and very humble and uh, just a worker as well. So um, we're awfully proud of him and the, the things that he's overcome to be um, out there on that field uh, this year and, and uh, making plays for us has been tremendous. What's it like? Practicing this time of year, Thanksgiving week. Um, you've done this before, obviously, but uh, I know you're all about one to know every week. I realize that, but um, what's it like for to be around the players and have another week of practice? It's just so. Oh, it's a, it's uh, tremendous. I mean, our our kids are really good kids, um, and uh, you know we have our our, our Thanksgiving practice. I always love uh, practicing on Thanksgiving. So uh, we invite the family out and uh, to watch practice and and come out and take big group photos and things like that with with the team and um, just being thankful for you know the opportunity to compete um, something special. I've asked the other two Ohio coaches in the state semis this week the same question, but yeah, what are you, what are you thankful for this week and and throughout the calendar year as well? Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm thankful for just a great family, Uh, great family, Um, tremendous kids that work hard. But, you know, uh, we had we had a my family had a uh, we had a death in the family last week and that kind of hits home. Uh, It definitely um, was an emotional week last week. And. uh, you know, and the support that we received was tremendous. And uh, just uh, just thankful to have another week um, with the guys competing, but also just, you know, it's a great group of guys, coaching staff, uh, program. So just awfully proud to be a part of it. Obviously, Coach Hancock got very emotional there toward the end of our interview and uh, our thoughts and prayers with him and his entire family on the loss of their loved one this past week. Uh, uh, Certainly going to keep everybody there in Wyoming in our thoughts and prayers. But uh, the Cowboys are trying to make the state final for the fourth time in its storied program history. Certainly going to have a challenge with Steubenville, but uh, if uh, they're fortunate enough to get past Steubenville, uh, they'll have a chance to play Jefferson area or Cleveland Glenville in the Division Four state final on uh, December 3rd there at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium there in Canton. Thanks again for everybody for listening and watching. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we will talk to you again hopefully next week with uh, three opportunities for state championships. 